Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, maybe if you stopped trying to be busy mates with the master, some fewer people would die. Hi everybody, I'm Sean Ferrick for Who Culture, and here are 10 dumb decisions in Doctor Who we can't forget. Number 10. The Doctor Wiping Donna's Mind, Journey's End. The Tenth Doctor certainly did a lot of morally questionable things during his time on the show, especially toward the end of his run. One of the themes often explored is how he needs human companions around to keep him from becoming a megalomaniacal god as seen in the waters of Mars. But the decision to wipe Donna Noble's mind, a fan favourite companion, is put across as the only option he has in that situation. Through some complex science fiction shenanigans, Donna has been imbued with the essence of a Time Lord, making her a hybrid of both the Doctor's race and her own. The problem is that her human mind is unable to comprehend all of the new knowledge that has been poured into her and it's killing her. The Doctor decides that the only way to save her is to wipe her mind of all of their adventures together. This honestly ends up coming across as a bit ludicrous that the Doctor couldn't think of another way to remove the Time Lord part of her without cruelly wiping her memories as well. There must be somewhere in that entire universe where this can be fixed in an afternoon or something. Number 9. Choking the Spiders to Death. Arachnids in the UK. This series 11 episode sees the 13th Doctor return Ryan, Yaz and Graham to present-day Sheffield for the first time since she whisked them away into space and time of the series premiere. They soon discover that something very strange is happening to the spiders in the city, namely that they are growing to extremely large sizes and attacking people. The Doctor discovers that the source of this is a combination of a botched science experiment and a toxic waste dump underneath the hotel. She also decides that the best solution to this is to lock all of the giant spiders in one room and let them slowly starve to death. The Doctor later gets angry at another character for shooting the largest spider and putting it out of its misery instead of just allowing it to slowly choke to death as its lungs fail to supply its grotesquely enlarged body with the oxygen it needs. There was clearly a way for the Doctor to resolve all of this compassionately. Instead, all she can do is gawk as someone else does the hard part for her. Number 8. Adam Mitchell's Head Implant, The Long Game Adam Mitchell was initially conceived, according to former showrunner Russell T. Davies, to be an example of a companion who failed the Doctor and got thrown out of the TARDIS as a result. Well, it's safe to say Adam fits the bill. He's first introduced in the Season 1 episode Dalek and proves himself to be a cowardly and ineffective individual who only makes it into the TARDIS at all when Rose Tyler begs the Ninth Doctor to let him aboard. His brief stint on the show was basically one long dumb decision, but his crowning moment of idiocy comes in the following episode, The Long Game. Despite the Doctor's warnings, Adam decides to 
get an implant in his head that can open and expose his brain whenever he clicks his fingers. He then tries to use his implant to send knowledge about Earth's future back to its past, again defying the Doctor's advice, allowing the Monster of the Week to access vital information about the Doctor and Rose. Adam was so stupid that he literally nearly got Rose and the Doctor killed on his first and only trip in time and space. Nice going. Number 7. Abandoning Clara on the Moon. Kill the Moon. The 12th Doctor's debut season is a mixed bag, to say the least. On the one hand, you have genuine classics like Listen and Mummy on the Orient Express, but you also have a fair few episodes that are likely to be skipped on a rewatch, like In the Forest of the Night and Kill the Moon. Kill the Moon especially suffers because it relies on the Doctor acting extremely out of character, even if this was meant to be a more morally ambiguous take on them. The Doctor and Clara arrive on the Moon in 2049 to discover that a team of astronauts are trying to destroy it, as its gravity has mysteriously increased and is causing dangerously high tides on Earth. The team soon discover that the reason for this is that the moon is an egg and the creature inside is about to hatch. The Doctor promptly gets in the TARDIS and leaves Clara behind, with the one remaining astronaut to make the decision for herself on whether to kill the creature and save the Earth, or let it hatch and potentially doom humanity through the moon's destruction. It is an unnecessarily callous showing from the Doctor, and definitely his most pig-headed moment. Number 6. River Song not shooting the Doctor, the wedding of River Song. Doctor Who loves a complex plot arc spanning multiple episodes, and season 6 was one of the most convoluted in recent memory. Amy Pond, Rory Williams, and River Song all witness the 11th Doctor being killed by an astronaut in the series opener. This is later revealed in Closing Time, the series penultimate episode, to be a future version of River Song, who is being forced to kill the Doctor by the silence. In the wedding of River Song, River refuses to execute him and ends up causing time itself to collapse, trapping everyone in a universe where all of history is running at once. This is, by itself, a rather selfish decision, and one that didn't exactly endear the already divisive character to many people. But to make matters worse, it turns out that the Doctor had already formulated a plan to cheat his own death. Namely, the Doctor that was killed at Lake Silencio was actually a robot called the Tesselecta, imitating the Doctor. So, River's refusal to fire her weapon was pointless, and arguably, the Doctor's decision not to inform her that he was a robot ahead of time was also not one of the brightest manoeuvres either. It's just pretty much bad decisions all around, really. Number 5. Hiding from the Family of Blood, Human Nature, Family of Blood Human Nature and Family of Blood are often cited by fans as the greatest two-parter in the Tenth Doctor's run and it's hard to disagree. This episode has memorable villains, a strong sense of tension, and supporting characters that do more than just act as window dressing. But the entire premise of the episode is founded on the Doctor making a selfish and stupid decision. The Doctor and Martha Jones find themselves hunted by creatures that want his Time Lord essence and have an acute sense of smell. To avoid these creatures, the Doctor changes himself into a human and hides as a teacher at a boys' boarding school in 1930. It's Doctor Who, so of course the aliens find him and attack, killing several innocent people in the process. As school nurse Joan Redfern points out to the Doctor upon him changing back into his Time Lord self, none of this would have happened if he hadn't chosen to hide there. The dark ending, where he punishes every member of the family in turn, proves that he could have bested them far away from the innocent people of Earth. So why didn't he? He was maybe being kind to them, but there were a lot of dead humans that would argue with this logic. Number 4. Amy Pond trying to cheat on her wedding night. Flesh and Stone. 
One thing which fans of the classic series never tire of complaining about is how much the new series insists on teasing the possibility of a romantic relationship between the Doctor and their companions. To be fair, the new Who showrunners don't actually do this that often, but when they do, it can have mixed results to say the least. After a particularly tense two-part episode featuring the return of the Weeping Angels, the 11th Doctor returns Amy Pond to her wedding night. She quite quickly starts kissing him and tries to coerce him into removing his clothes. At best, the whole scene is uncomfortable and cringeworthy. At worst, it comes across as a companion sexually assaulting the Doctor, who is clearly trying to reject Amy's aggressive advances throughout the scene. This brief infidelity forms the backbone of the next episode, Vampires of Venice, and then is pretty much never mentioned again. Even writer Stephen Moffat has called it one of the things he wishes he could go back and change from his time on the show. And Stephen, you're not the only one. Number 3. Massacring the Silence, Day of the Moon it does bear remembering that the eccentric main character of this show that was originally intended for children has canonically committed genocide both on and off screen. The Sixth Doctor was charged by his own people in the trial of a Time Lord with wiping out the Vervoids. The Seventh Doctor destroyed Scarrow in Remembrance of the Daleks without much hesitation, and that's just the classic series. There have been a few instances of this too in the new series, but none as oddly flippant as the Eleventh Doctor's actions against the Silence in Day of the Moon. The alien race had the ability to edit themselves out of a person's memory, making you forget all about them the second you look away. They had been on Earth for centuries and were manipulating humanity into doing terrible things. The Doctor's solution to this was to use a recording of a silent saying that humans should kill us all on sight in order to turn everyone on Earth into an unwilling murderer. Not only does the Doctor wipe out a species, he makes humanity complicit in it. There must have been a better way than this. Number two, Bill Potts just leaving the Doctor's body. The Doctor falls. The last two episodes of season 10, World Enough and Time and The Doctor Falls, are not only considered by most fans to be the 12th Doctor's finest hour, but often are also ranked as the best series finale in the show's entire history, and with good reason. There's the thrill of seeing both John Sims' master and Michelle Gomez's Missy team up, there's Peter Capaldi giving the best performance of his run, and the Cybermen are perhaps the most menacing they've been since the 10th planet back in 1966. In fact, the episode begins with companion Bill Potts having been converted into a Cyberman. Don't worry, she gets better thanks to some intervention from her immortal space-hopping girlfriend from earlier in the series. The dumb decision comes when Bill, despite having declared just minutes earlier that she can't just leave the Doctor behind, leaves the Doctor behind in the TARDIS. Our poor Time Lord wakes up thinking that Bill is still a Cyberman and with very little idea as to how he ended up back in the TARDIS. It might have been nice for Bill to stick around for a little while to tell her best friend what was going on. Just a thought. Number one, the Master not just killing the Doctor, last of the Time Lords. This one actually applies to a lot of episodes, and not just for the Master. Doctor Who villains seem to have a tendency to laugh and monologue about their evil plans to the Doctor rather than just offing the one person who could grind everything to a halt. This episode acts as an especially glaring example, however, as John Sims' Master especially doesn't seem the type to keep the Doctor around out of the goodness of his hearts. Sure, he finds it great fun to gloat at him about the true nature of the Toclophane and how he finally beat him, but it's hard to believe that when he hears that Martha Jones has been brought aboard his capital ship he wouldn't have the shrewdness to finish the Doctor off, just in case. Of course, the show is quite literally called Doctor Who, so it's unlikely that the titular Time Lord would stay dead for very long, but it would be nice to see the Master actually commit to destroying their greatest enemy for once and improve that win-loss ratio a little. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. 
They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.